Gators Breakdown. Because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown Podcast is ready to go. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on social media at GatorDave underscore SEC. Coming at you with some big news. A big commit. Literally, on the offensive line for the Gators, Peyton Joseph commits to the Florida Gators out of the state of Georgia. We'll get into his commitment, a little bit of background. We'll take some some look at his highlights, but uh, big win here, big position in need for the Gators. Can never have too many offensive line, can never have too many top-flight offensive line, and that's exactly what the Gators got here. So, of course, it's good news. Hit that like button, like the news, like what we're bringing you right here on Gators Breakdown. Subscribe to Gators Breakdown if you haven't done so yet. You get those notifications when there's a new episode. Leave a comment. Your support out there helps Gators Breakdown grow, but now you got plenty to say, so leave some comments right here, and we'll get uh, you know get, get your thoughts out there for Gator Nation to take part in as well. So what do you think about this big-time commitment for the Gators, uh, the fourth commit for the class of 2025? So off to a maybe bit better start than we thought Billy Napier would get off to. Two subpar seasons, and you know, you know the negative recruiting's out there, guys, uh, and still... Four commits right now, putting a nice little foundation to this class of 2025. So be sure to, uh, you know, check out GatorsBreakdown.com. There's even more there. You get, uh, you know, some articles, uh, Gators Breakdown in, in, in text form, if, if, you, if you will. But, uh, and of course, Gators Breakdown Plus, even more going on there. It keeps that conversation going you get those extra episodes. You get ad-free episodes, access to the Discord where we have this chat. You can keep the conversation going there as well and um, really, really uh, get to know some of Gator Nation out there through Gators Breakdown Plus. Uh, let's get into it. There it is. Peyton Joseph, four-star on both of the big services 24-7 Sports Composite has him as a four-star, 121st overall, fourth-ranked interior offensive lineman. On three, industry, very similar rankings, four-star on there, 123rd overall, the fifth-ranked interior offensive lineman from Warner Robins, Georgia. And you know, both have both services here have Peyton Joseph as the 18th ranked player in the state of Georgia. And look, guys, don't shot, don't don't hide over that because the state of Georgia has been producing at a very high level for high school prospects. It literally right now is up there with Florida and Georgia. I mean, Florida, Texas, California. Georgia's in that mix as well for top flight players going from high school to college. Very highly thought of. And especially from a program like Warner Robins, right there in Georgia, high classification, play some good competition, the 18th player in that state. Florida, Michigan, Tennessee, Miami, LSU. Those were in Florida State, Penn State, were his finalists that he announced back in December. That was Florida, Michigan, Tennessee, Miami, LSU, Florida State, and Penn State were as finalists that he announced back in December, but it ended up being between Florida, Florida State, and Georgia Tech ended up being the final three for Peyton Joseph. Six foot four, 305 pounds. Let's take a look at some highlights. 
right here for Peyton Joseph. And I'll tell you, what I like what I see a mean streak, exactly what you want to see on the offensive line, the physicality that that one should bring playing that position. Explosion off the ball, the physicality you just want to see an interior on the offensive line player make. Plays with that main, mean streak. And hey, look, whether it's playing right guard or right tackle in his highlights, he'll play a little on the left side too, but mostly lines up on the right side. Versatility to, both, to do both at the high school level. But it is seen as an interior offensive lineman in the college game. And I just think, if you look, guys, at what you see here, the most impressive skill is just how fast he gets off that snap. He's in the defender's face right away, takes advantage, shows great ability to get to the second level. So I like what Florida gets here. And while he does show the versatility in, in high school from everything I can get, that won't even be much of an option at the next level. It's going to be interior offensive linemen. So one, you know, one more interior offensive lineman that the Gators have brought in at a high level, paired that with Roger Kearney, and we'll get into that a, a bit too, but I've got some highly ranked interior offensive linemen so far. But just gets low, stays low when he needs to, but really just like the mean streak that he plays with. You know, so a little bit of pass protecting ability in the highlights, but I'm telling you, he's mean. Exactly what you want in a road grader along the offensive line. All right, so let's get in, get back into it. If Florida received Joseph's last visit before his commitment, so that was huge. And that was right before the dead period when there were already good feelings around him in Florida. Looking back, Seems like you know, that visit was just to make sure Florida was the right decision for him. He did visit last season for the Tennessee game and the Utah game the season before, so he has seen the best of a game day atmosphere at Florida. I mean, talk about two games in the Billy Napier area you want to be at in the swamp, and you picked the two best so far. <laughs> it's been the game, the Napier's debut against Utah, the first game of the season, his first game as a Gator getting that big win over Utah, and then last year, after losing to Utah on the road, returning home, and then beating Tennessee for the first big win of the 23 season, um, the 24 season, 23 season, my bad. Uh, so FSU was one of his finalists, and they had him on campus probably most throughout his recruitment. And Joseph previously mentioned Florida State was at the top of his list, and that was as recent as last summer. Telling own three, quote, the bond that we have is like nothing I've had before. I'm all about that, Joseph said. I don't want to have the red carpet laid out for me on visits and then get to college and it's not like that anymore. I want it real from day one. And that's why Florida State is so ahead of everyone right now. They're not rolling out the red carpet. They're rolling out the real. So, highly thought of. He was of the Seminoles at one point. Florida had to overcome that. Georgia was thought to be the trending school early, the home state, but did not make the final cut. Joseph did call Clemson his dream school at one point. They didn't make his final list either. So how did Florida win out here? 
how did Florida get the path to overcome those other schools when you get over the home state Georgia? You get over Clemson being the dream school. You get over Florida State leading at one time. Well, Joseph was a big fan of the, of the two offensive line coaches, Rob Sale and Darnell Stapleton. And we know what happened there recently with Darnell Stapleton and on his way out and says he values the relationship he has with them. And more than just football, these two coaches and Billy Napier recruited Joseph heavily, didn't let up. Joseph stated the Florida staff was recruiting him harder than anyone. And we know Darnell Stapleton just left for the NFL, but Rob Sell was the lead recruiter in this one. Even before committing, Joseph mentioned wanting to return to Gainesville during the spring so that means next time he's on campus, it'll be as a commit. Looking at it, though, looking at who led at one point, all the other schools that could probably be in the mix, given Darnell Stapleton just left as well, this one isn't over by any means. For Florida, that means keep Rob Sell on staff, win some games this fall, and hope that's enough to keep him committed. I also said in an interview, let's not forget, and I pointed this out last week on Gators Breakdown, from Warner Robins, Georgia, he does have a teammate, of course, Florida's very interested in at the quarterback position, that'd be Antoine Hill. Also said in that interview that his teammate, quarterback Antoine Hill, they are not a package deal. He was one of the top targets for the Gators at the position. If they just happen to play together, then it's just both that they want the same school. That's all it is. There's no plan to be a package deal. So, you know, taking a look at Antoine Hill one more time. Could it help? Of course, look, it won't hurt. Antoine Hill, four-star on both of the recruiting services as well, from Georgia, 67 overall in the 24-7 sports composite, the sixth-ranked quarterback out of the country. On three industry has him as a four-star, 76 overall, the seventh-ranked quarterback in the country. I mean, you could be getting a top 10 quarterback in the country, top 100 player overall. Joseph did mention, hey, it'd be nice to play with him. It'd be nice to play at the next school and continue to block for him, but it's not a necessity, not a package deal for the two. So I think you take a look at and where does Joseph fit? You know, Roger Kearney, as I mentioned earlier, from the class of 2023 is Napier and this staff's highest rated offensive line recruit coming in, 112th overall in the 24-7 sports composite. Kearney and Joseph are the only offensive linemen ranked in the 100s, while all the other offensive linemen have been ranked 200 or above. So another interior offensive lineman right here, highly ranked. Just hadn't been many of them. Joseph, I think the group that he'll be playing with. You know, this class, he's the first. This class of 2025, he's the first offensive line commit. But who will he be grouped with? Joins four players along the offensive line in the 2024 class that just signed with top 20 offensive tackle and 214 player overall, Fletcher Westfall. You know, he leads the group. Marcus Mascal, Mike Williams, Noel Port Yagen, those guys in the Gainesville. So, good group there with you know, Westfall and Mascal, and then probably you know, Port Jagan. I'm going to mispronounce his name probably every time I say it now until we get the, until I get the pronunciation down there. Uh, but, you know, you're still looking for the, the highly ranked elite tackle. Maybe that's Westfall. You know, it wasn't labeled as that. You know, kept rising in the rankings, of course. And hopefully he'll be that for Florida. But if we want to go by what Florida has just recruited out of high school and the rankings that are given, not trying to say 
who would develop at a certain point. It's been Kearney, and it's been Joseph. So where does it end? Where does the recruiting rankings end up now for Florida? This moves Florida up to 16th in the 24-7 sports composite, one spot behind FSU, who also has four commits. The Gators now have the 92nd overall player in defensive lineman Jalen Wiggins and the 121st player overall, Peyton Joseph, to lead the class along with 208th overall player, running back Waltez Clark, and the 400th overall and wide receiver, Desiah Abdullah. So there you go. Peyton Joseph coming in right here for the Gators. Hopefully can hang on to him when it's all said and done. Does mention just the team that leads for now is the team that got his commitment right here on this Sunday, February 18th. And been trending. It's not a huge surprise uh, here. Maybe the the biggest surprise was coming down the stretch was what in-state Georgia Tech was able to do and get in on this final stage of his recruitment. Florida, Florida State, Georgia Tech. If we're going to take him at his word and say, all right, it's just a team that got his commitment, today would be the team that's just leading well, then you got to keep an eye on Florida State. And of course, like I said, they were the team that led at one point. And then you got in state Georgia Tech as well. But still a long ways to go. He should be back on campus sometime soon as a commit. Uh, but I think it's very key that Rob Sale stay on staff and the Gators do some winning this fall in order to, you know, to, to, to keep this one, knowing who else is involved uh, and knowing just kind of Joseph's comments so far uh, that. While committed, the book's still pretty open for him to be looking at other schools. So not a shut-it-down type of recruitment, not a shut-it-down type of commitment right here uh, from Peyton Joseph, but uh, we'll see We'll see where it ends up. So, all right, that'll do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown, bringing you the latest right here in the class of 2025 and getting a big-time commit. Celebrate it for now, uh, but just know, you know, down the road, and I think we all learned our – and everybody kind of knows this is the way it works anyway, uh, but just kind of, you know, where Florida is at in, in everything along with the recruiting, recruiting trail and just how volatile it may be in trying to keep some of these guys down the road. Uh, but for now, you know, celebrate this one and hope you can hang on there toward the end. So that'll do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on social media at GatorDave underscore SEC. Guys and girls out there, thank you for joining me on this episode of Gators Breakdown.